0: Hey, y'all, your fam, Black Fluid Poet. Check it out. If you love this podcast, I want to thank you for favoriting the podcast because it means the world to me. However, the way I can get more advertisers is to have more subscribers. If advertisers um, see that um, I have a lot of subscribers, they will be more willing to give me opportunities to advertise for them. So in order for me to get these ads, I need to get to a decent amount of subscribers. So you come here to Anchor.fm and you go to support and you can pick 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99. Please feel free to pick 99 cents. I, I, I am overjoyed at anyone who wants to support my dream of getting this podcast taking off. You know what I'm saying? So please just consider it. If I could get a 1,000 subscribers, I could get out of this poverty thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, yo, the struggle is real. Y'all take care. Hey, y'all. You ever heard of an amazing young woman by the name of Zinzi Smith? Well, I have. And her and I had... Just an amazing conversation on Beyonce's internet. I will have you know that 20-year-old Zinze Smith has her own black woman-owned business for an entire year now teaching spin classes. And let me tell you, she's enthusiastic. She wants the world to know that she's ready to help you shed them pounds from Thanksgiving and Christmas. And help you keep up with that New Year's resolution that all of us middle-aged people like to make while we're still making them. So I, for one, am going to try and take one of her classes, just $15 for an online class with Zinzi Smith. She also teaches in person in studios in Brooklyn and in Queens and NYC. And all around, I got to tell you, I am just in awe of her. So you can reach out to her on Spin With Zin, that's Spin With Z-I-N, on TikTok and on Instagram. And let her know that you heard it here on Black Fluid Poets Podcast and you trying to shed them pounds and keep up that New Year's resolution. You feel me? So give her a shout out. Let me know how it went. Hey, y'all. So check it, check it, check it, check it out. I just came across a new clothing line that is amazing. It is Jupiter's Art. This is a clothing line for non-binary people, right? So the clothes are genderless and uh, they are also sustainable. Um, There's carbon offset and they don't add anything negative to the environment. And they're also um, an ethical company with fair pay for their employees. And they welcome uh, anyone in the spectrum of LGBT and race. It is owned by people of color and they deserve your attention. You can find Jupiter's art on Instagram, on TikTok, and you can search for them on Google and find the website. It is amazing. Check it, check it, check it out. Wait till you see this jacket. Oh my God. It it is amazing. Y'all, you got to peep it. Jupiter's art. Check it. Hey, how's everybody doing? So this is my very first podcast and I hope you enjoy it. Can I just tell you, it is right now... 1240 AM and this day has been long and gorgeous. It's just been a gorgeous day. First, it's just been a wide array of emotions. I woke up this morning to 80,000 followers on TikTok. Now this is an apparatus that I swore I was just going to get on to distract myself from the sheer boredom of being quarantined here in New Mexico, but no. No. Not only did I become addicted to watching these videos, but I decided to make some of my own. I ended up allowing 80,000 people to follow me on my journey through gender fluidity, recovery from decades of drug addiction, a marriage that was hella toxic. It's been a journey. So let me start by saying today is one year clean and sober for me. Man, just saying that is just I still can't wrap my head around I haven't used a mood or mind altering substance with the exception of TikTok and a couple of bad one night stands for 365 days. I mean, I I just can't wrap my brain around that, you know? I come from a family of addicts. I come from a hurricane of mental illness and Toxicity and trauma, and to get this year clean, this is what's blowing my mind more than anything else. In order for me to secure this year clean, everything, every single thing that happened to me in the last 49 plus years had to happen for me to get here. Now, I mean, seriously consider this. Imagine every Single moment in your life was absolutely necessary just so you could hear me on this podcast right now. I mean, right? Like, that's uh, that could take me like a month in utter silence in a monastery somewhere before I can truly, truly conceive that nothing in my life was a coincidence in order for me to be talking to you right now about the subject matter I'm sharing with you at this very moment. That's something that's blowing my mind. Every hurt, every tear, every laugh, every dream, every failure, all my little successes. It took all of that for me to be here today, for me to be clean. It's hard to believe, it's hard to imagine. And not only my life, but all the moments and all the lives before me that participated in any way towards my creation. Ancestors, relatives, my parents, like everything that everyone went through in the exact sequence that they endured it brought me to this point here to where I'm telling you I have a year clean. <sighs> right? I mean, what? And that's that's where I am right now. I am. I am never alone. I mean, that's truly, it's not just some slogan or just something nice to say. Like I am never alone. Time is endless. All of those things that happened in the past in my head, they're still happening. I I, I can't even... Everything. I, I mean, what it took for me to get here is just unfathomable. And I'm going to share a lot about that on these podcasts, you know? Years of dealing with my mother's uh, depression and mania, severe mood swings, you know, my dad's aloofness, uh, the abandonment that it caused, and my dad's uh, sexuality, which, you know, affected his his marriage to my mother, which caused my mother's homophobia, which caused me to stay in the closet for a very long time. The struggles my parents went through with my dad being black and my mom being white, growing up in the projects in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. I mean I'm gonna get into great detail about all of these things. I'm gonna just I'm gonna tell you all about my life. Like I won't leave anything out. And then little by little, you're gonna get to know me before having ever meeting me in person. That's kind of scary, but that's the world we're living in now, right? These days we have to accept the fact that we may never meet someone in person, but we're gonna know everything about them through technology. I'm gonna have family and friends all around the world that I've never given a physical hug to, I've never shared a warm embrace with. That excites me that I'm gonna let people into my entire world Little by little, of course. I mean, this isn't going to be a trauma bond. You know, take it easy. I'm so looking forward to sharing everything with everyone. Today, this year clean, I decided to take some risks, which I think we all need to do often. I don't think we do it enough. But I took a deep breath, allowed myself to be vulnerable, and I started this podcast. And then I took another deep breath, and I started a Patreon. So you could find me on Patreon.com at uh, BlackFluidPoet, and I'm going to be posting poetry there, essays, uh, journal entries, my own experiences with toxic masculinity, my experiences with my gender fluidity, my experiences being black and white present. Maybe it's my own self worth, or maybe it's insecurities. I'm in so much denial about the number of people that have just pushed and pushed and pushed for me to share on here. Like, I'm like, why? Why me? And I know I'm not the only one with that voice in in the head. Why me? Why would you want to know me? What is it about me that makes me so special? One thing I can admit that I know about me that not a lot of people share, that that I've this quality, right, this desire, To talk about themselves genuinely, openly, authentically, sincerely, you know, any other adverb you can throw in there. I'll I'll tell you why. One, because sometimes it frees me up. I don't necessarily want to dump like my problems and all my worst traumas, and I'm just going to tell you all that stuff and then go to bed tonight. But I hope a lot of young people listen to this podcast because some of the things I'm going to talk about from my adolescence are things that I really hope. I can save someone that mistake. It's not always that realistic. You know, teenagers, they do what they want to do. People in their early 20s, same thing. But I'm hoping that some of the things I share will make you think twice about doing something that, that could cause harm. You know, everything from the beginnings of my drug addiction to, you know, young relationships and young love that I didn't have the power of example. I didn't have two level-headed parents to tell me, well, John, you know, maybe you should get to know her before you start sleeping with her. Or, you know, you might want to make sure that her white parents are going to be okay with her dating a black boy before you get your heart broken, because odds are she's going to choose her parents over you. You know, John, maybe... Going over a 40-year-old man's house who's obviously been flirting with you. Maybe that's not such a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to talk about a lot of this. But a year clean, man. I can't believe it. I mean, I've been clean before. I got clean in my adolescence and I managed to stay clean all the way to my late 20s. It's about 12 years. And then I got clean around 40 years old. I stayed clean for 10 years. In that 10 years, I, you know, I fell in love and trauma bonded with someone and the relationship moved really fast, really passionately, with a lot of intensity. And then it crashed and burned the exact same way. I'm going to share with you things about my depression and the times that I didn't think I was going to stay around much longer. And Finally onto a successful road with medication and therapy. Getting to know the real me. Finally being able to look myself in the mirror and say, you know what? You're not so bad. You're not so bad. And I'm sorry that I've avoided you for, God, for so long. I'm actually so glad that I'm getting to know me. One of the things about this podcast that I hope is that while I'm talking and, you know, doing this kind of free verse off the dome. I'm hoping that I learn something new about myself that I just slip in an epiphany every now and then, and you know, you could be there for it. Like, that'd be great. I'd really like that. But most of all, I'm hoping that inserting these entries about my life, reevaluating my past, all of these moments, just this endless line of moments, That I can reflect on something that will help me get through the moments ahead, you know. I got gold. I want to be able to spend like 12 hours with a kid and not want to pull my fucking hair out. Like I really want to be able to just listen to kids playing and making noise and, you know, watch their curiosity and hear them laugh. And be able to admire it and... Who knows? Maybe even partake in some pretending, you know? Because God, when I'm around kids, all I remember is my childhood. That's all I do. If I hear kids laughing, no lie. All I think about is all the times I never laughed. I see, you know, some mom pick her kid up who like scraped his knee and she's hugging him. Oh, it's going to be okay. And I think about my mother going, cut out all that damn crying. Wipe your knee off. Don't come over here looking for no hug. Wishing my father was there, you know. I never wonder why I ever did drugs in the first place, there's no doubt. But I've had some days where I wondered why I got clean. God, you know, I've been looking out at this world and there's so much pain, you know. So many people lost, especially right now, 2020, quarantine, pandemic, hundreds of thousands of people have lost their lives. Hundreds and thousands of families have an empty seat at the table during the holiday season. And I think about those people and I'm like, I don't know if I could do that right now. I mean, I buried a lot of people. I mean, <laughs> I was a young man during the AIDS epidemic and the crack crisis. I know what chaos looks like. And right now, with technology the way it is, you know, a lot of people are like, I can't believe police brutality has gotten this bad. And I'm like, gotten? Gotten? You know, to quote Will Smith, he's like, police brutality hasn't gotten worse. It's just gotten filmed. And these are the things that I swear I lay in my bed at night. I think about all of this. Everything I've shared with you for like the last 16 minutes. This is the stuff that goes through my head for like about a half an hour while I'm trying to rest at night. Just before I put on some meditation music. And right after I get in my bed, I think about it's going to be another day. Another day of money and sometimes helplessness and hopelessness. And, and somewhere I find a little bit peace, just enough so I can rest. This is something amazing. I think it's just being new and recovering people I've connected with in my life. But I am like cursed with the curiosity to see how it's going to turn out. I mean, I literally live every day of my life as if it was a one-hour episode of my favorite Netflix series. And I'm like, I'm like, I just, I can't wait. I can't wait to see how the day is going to go. Because let me tell you something. I have been through hell. And every morning I wake up, I know there's a heaven to find every day. It, there has to be. Because everything works mathematically. Everything works sort of balance. And if my formative years were filled with so much pain, then these later years are going to be filled with a whole lot of joy. And I'm looking forward to it. I hope I get to share it with y'all. One year, an entire year, without drugs or drinking. You know, December 16th, 2019, I was sitting in a crack house. $600 deep in debt to a dealer. About to smoke my fifth gram of rock that night. must have drank a half a bottle of Cuervo. And I know I had some Hennessy. I remember smoking weed. Regulars. We were all regulars. And I just remember at one point, something in my brain clicked. And I was at utter bliss. And I remember looking at one of the other guys in the trap house. And I remember saying... You know, I imagine that this must be how normal people feel when they wake up in the morning. Like this. This cost me almost $1,000 in one night. And I think I feel what everybody else feels when they consider their lives. Now everybody in there looked at me like I was plumb out of my mind. And you know what? I probably was. But you know what? I woke up this morning with a year clean and without it costing me a damn dime i was in utter bliss i got people in my life that i would die for and they for me i'm in my own apartment for the first time in 50 years this is the first time in my life i'm living alone and the silence isn't so bad anymore so i'm in my third month the silence was deafening in the beginning when it's quiet here like i could i could hear a tiny whisper in my head it's almost like a bird song and this, it just tells me everything's going to be okay you're going to be all right i mean could you imagine like a bird song that's what positive messages sound like to me like a spring morning like of course you're going to be okay of course this is going to work out don't you know who you are and i swear i hear these things it comes from somewhere else because i have never ever given myself a message like that ever messages to myself sound like why the hell are you even bothering is it even worth it these people think they like you because you haven't shown them who you really are and when they find out you're gonna be alone again I mean that was a broken record playing in my head for decades every relationship every friendship every job opportunity I just I was just in anticipation of failing, of the survivor in me showing up, the, you know, drug addicted, unreliable, irresponsible individual that I've been for so long. But now, I wake up in the morning and I really, honestly, sincerely believe everything's gonna be okay no matter what happens. It has to be. From my mother going to prison, In my adolescence, I think I was like 14, 15, when my mother went to prison. My father dying of AIDS when I was 20, 25. My mother dying of osteomyelitis, severe bone infection when I was 33. Bad breakups, violence, sexual assault when I was 16, when I had just gotten clean, and how that sexual assault inspired me to harm others. Man, it's been a long road. But I'll tell you one thing, there's no way I could have stayed clean and sober this year without the support of so many people. Both close friends I love and, I mean, perfect strangers on TikTok who just kept boosting me up when I wasn't feeling so well. I think that was the payoff and the risk of letting people know how I was doing. And I hope more people do that, especially now in quarantine, you know? Sometimes we all feel so alone with our thoughts. But when I shared my thoughts to strangers, it was like a dare. It was like I was daring them to show genuine concern. And so many people rose to the occasion. I have found so much love in this world lately. I mean, for every visceral and explicit video of something horrible happening to someone or every news story that just depicted an atrocity that would make you just feel grateful that you weren't there to see it or experience it. And I'm really looking forward to just (sighs) laying it all down on these tracks and offering it to somebody else, hoping that somebody gets something out of it that Maybe I didn't see, you know, sift through all of this garbage and who knows, you might come up with a gem, you know. There has been an equally beautiful occurrence that's come from some heart somewhere where they said what needed to be said at the perfect moment. And I'm so grateful for you people, you people out there with the heart, you people who take the risk and love others. I don't know where I'd be without you. Well. It's getting late. I could use a cigarette before bed. But, you know, I'm just... I hope you get something out of this. I feel like I just rambled on a bunch of nonsense. But I always feel that way after I talk, and people always tell me that they got something from it. So, I guess I started the conversation. Feel free to leave me messages, and um, hit me up on TikTok, Black Fluid Poet, and also on Patreon. I hope you're ready to take this journey with me. It would mean a lot. Good night.